You're listening to The Roost Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Squawk Talk, The Roost, whatever you want to call it. That was a really bad intro, but nah, we're keeping, nah, we're going to go with we're, it. We're, we're the Squawks Talks. Okay. <laughs> How is it going, Zach? Our guest today, who is Zach Anderson. Hi, Zach. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the nest. Thank you. I know we're super bad at this, but you know what? Who cares? We're having fun today. That's all that matters. I'm not taking myself seriously at all today. I'm drinking a Coca-Cola cherry. To keep my voice nice and fresh. I thought that you weren't supposed to drink anything that is carbonation. Fight me, nerd. <laughs> so get wrecked, scrub lord, Gatorade for life. Okay, so Zach, <laughs> I gotta get um, as well. <laughs> yay! You're so outnumbered. Zach, the reason why you are with us today is because I think you have something you want to announce. Yes, uh, running for president. No, uh, <gasps> you I, have my uh, vote. I still got a couple years. Um, I have a brand new single out. Perfect. So do me a favor and give us a little bit of, well, actually, tell us what the name of the single is, where Uh, you can get it, you know, stuff like that. Chill for yourself for a little bit. Of course. Uh, So the song is called I Smile Too, um, and uh, it's actually a duet. uh, So I found a female singer named Blake Bassett uh, to Mm -hmm. record with me, and she has an amazing voice, uh, and it it made uh, the song extra special. Um, and, uh, yeah, we recorded at, uh, White House Productions in Shelton, Connecticut, um, right. which, uh, also the place where I, uh, host and help, uh, out with a, uh, uh, a concert, a monthly, uh, uh, singer-songwriter concert series called Monsters of Acoustic Rock, and, uh, but, uh, from there, um, yeah, we recorded there, uh, I had some amazing musicians on the song, uh, Joshua Carruthers on drums. Matt right. on bass, uh, my brother Eric uh, Anderson on electric guitar, and uh, then my business partner and producer slash engineer, uh, Nathan Sage, did all the uh, the fancy uh, editing and whatnot, and uh, Dan Coutant of Sunroom Audio did the mastering, and right. uh, now the song is available on iTunes and Amazon and Bandcamp and Google Play and uh, tons of other digital sites that you can buy. It's also available for sale at my shows um, in a uh, download sticker format. So you get a really cool sticker uh, designed by uh, my best friend uh, and uh, art, uh, artist uh, Hunter Horseman. Uh, and, That's uh, actually really awesome. You know, like the stickers? the download sticker thing is actually really cool. Yeah, I figured uh, since one since it's a single, uh, like getting a whole CD produced for just one song seemed a little a uh, little too much. Uh, but then they give, the, they give you the option of um, doing download stickers, so it has this really nice sticker, like really good quality, and it has right. like, a code on the back of it for downloading the songs. And you know what? For Roost listeners, stuff like that, I'm gonna put a little bit of snippet of your newest single. On the end. All right, sounds great. We're not going to give them the full thing. We're going to make them pay for that. That'd be great. <laughs> but, but what we'll do is we're going to make sure to plaster that everywhere so that they can find your stuff. You know, funny enough, Zach, mm-hmm. uh, to make you feel special, last time we had you on, if people listen to us, you know, like from back then, yes. uh, you have one of the highest listen rates to the show. Oh, yeah? Let me give you like a back, like, you know, back room type deal. Right. All right. Average Roost podcast episode gets like 
20, 25 lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you came on, it was 65. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> now, like, I'm, I'm factoring in, like, the little stuff that I do on the side, not factoring in the artist stuff, because the artist stuff always pops up. But, Zach, yours was, like, one of the hugest. Well, I'm, I'm flattered for all the listeners uh, who uh, tune in. And- I, I, uh, I, I said a little bit of a Drusillo-type huge there, where I said huge. Huge. All right, so, <laughs> um, now, for people that don't know, mm-hmm. Zach, you have another hobby as well. I think, uh, because last time what we were talking about was, I remember we talked about your Zelda opera. Yes. Right, your rock opera. Yes, correct. Yeah, I remember that off the top of my head. That's pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we have the Zelda opera that you had. Um, I believe you have video of it somewhere that you posted, right? Yes, uh, on my uh, on my YouTube account. Uh, a couple years ago at Kineticon, I performed the entire rock opera um, uh, for the first time, and uh, I uh, probably it was actually the first show I sold out, and uh, it was a packed room of around five hundred people. Um, and, uh, what I did was along with the performance, I had a slideshow of all, um, uh, uh, Zelda related clips that go right. along with the story. And now, um, for people who don't know, I know that you dabble in video editing like myself on the side. Yes. Uh, but before talking about what we did in Kineticon this year, I do remember you bringing up on Facebook a lot about you trying to capture footage with Ocarina of Time to match it to your rock opera. Yes. Uh, so uh, this year I've been uh, actually doing that where I've been recording footage of myself. And actually my brother's been uh, coming over and uh, joining me in the uh, the fun. Uh, so we, right. we, uh, we take turns. Uh, he does a level, I do a level. And, uh, and then uh, I've been editing the footage. Uh, I basically did a, a rough cut of how, it, how I would perform it live. And right. I've been editing the footage to the performance so that when I do perform it live again... I can have a um, huge video spectacle um, going along with the performance, so it tells the entire story of the rock opera through video. So basically, it's like a live AMV, which is really cool because you know what? Like the amount of for people that aren't as like tech savvy, let's say, or creative savvy. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that people aren't creative, but the amount of work that goes into having to sync that type of stuff in like up to each other is ridiculous it is it's uh it's very tedious and uh there's uh a lot of thought that goes into it and not just that but you always have to account for the fact that what happens if you're a little bit faster or a little bit slower exactly uh so the you- the best way to go about it for like say for this project for myself uh compared to just making a regular amv is that right. I, I do have a little bit of uh uh, leeway with uh, certain, uh, say, lines of the song, or if I um, uh, say my tempo's a little faster when I'm playing live compared to when I um, set up the when video, you're... I can always... Right. Um, I'll, I'll notice key uh, key spots in the video while performing, and then mm-hmm. I can adjust myself uh, to that, rather than, uh, like, if I'm if I'm off by a, a quarter of a second in the first, uh, first song, then I'm going to be uh, a minute off by the end of it. Um, Which... You know, it's funny because this reminds me, like, I used to play in a band for a little bit, 
back when I was uh, like in high school and stuff like that, because that's what you did when you were in high school. If you played an instrument, you played in a band. That was so, for me. <laughs> oh, okay. I was uh, I was in football. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah, I did football too, but like my family was very much the oh boy, you're gonna have your foot dipped in every single category you can. Right. So when I played in a band, uh, it was funny because the drummer would always drive the tempo and try to go as fast as he can in certain things mm-hmm. and before you know it you're like a quarter beat off you know like you're you're actually like finishing up a song that should be like two minutes and 30 seconds in two minutes and 10 seconds and then you're freaking out because you're like wait a second why is my heart racing so much compared to when this is normally done mm-hmm. because the drummer drags everything along exactly I've, uh, so, I've experienced drummers uh, just like that who uh, sped everything up uh, uh, way more than they should have and threw everything off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like dealable, but at the same time, it's right. a little bit of a pain. Yeah. So, all right. I guess I can ask you this because, you know, I, I know you weren't on to talk about your Zelda rock opera, but I feel like it's something that's really cool, really appear- appeals to the audience as well. Um, are you planning on creating your AMV, like, consolidated, and posting it? Uh, yeah, most likely. What I'll, what, I'm, what I'll probably do is, uh, one, when I perform it live, I'll record the entire performance, uh, video right. and audio. Um, and then I'll probably, as well, just uh, have, like, a... Um, like how uh, uh, YouTubers and whatnot will film themselves playing, and as well as, like, they'll be, like, in the corner... Uh, as they have the game footage uh, for the larger screen, right? And then I'll, I'll basically have like the actual video there, and have myself like in the corner performing it uh, along with it. Definitely, I mean, it is definitely something that like a lot of people are going to take interest to because Zelda has such a big fan base for it. Right, right. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I've learned that just from performing it, where uh, I did zero advertising for the Rock Opera show and. Pack the pack the room uh, with yeah like, like just from the just from the the guide saying Zelda rock opera like I well <laughs> well I mean you know the thing is is that like me personally right I never played Ocarina of Time when I was a little kid mm-hmm. I my first Zelda game was Majora's Mask okay right but then I went back and I played Ocarina of Time when I was probably around sixteen seventeen years old mm-hmm. love it just the same right. So you can really see where these people come from. All right, Zach. So let's go and talk a little bit more about anime. Because your song is very anime influenced. Yes. Um, So let's talk more about the AMV contest. All right. That you were a part of. I know, like, we're essentially just bragging about all your good parts here, Zach. (laughs) I'm fine with that. And that's okay. Go ahead. So tell me. Tell us about your AMV contest. You know, you stopped by the booth. I was exhausted when we were selling stuff and advertising for the podcast. And you were telling me about how you got into second day. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us the whole story for a sec. Sure. Uh, so I'll go back a little bit. Um, I'll just uh, a brief history of my um, my AMVs. Uh, a couple years ago with one of my, so- my songs from my first album, Ghost, uh, I made an, I decided I wanted to make an AMV because it was a song that was inspired by the anime Toradora. 
Right. Uh, so I made an AMV and I thought it was fun. Uh, I went to school for film. Um, okay. I uh, mainly the uh, the writing aspect. I wanted to write scripts, and then I, okay. Then I started playing music and kind of moved towards the songwriting aspect. Um, I hated editing. It was it was my least favorite thing. It was so tedious, right. so annoying. Um, but then I decided to just kind of dabble in it here and there. And when you're actually doing videos that you enjoy, uh, it's it's way more fun. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, then last year I decided to I got a new computer, so I decided to start editing again and right. uh, made a couple of videos, submitted them to some contests, um, started making some finals uh, for the first time, which was really cool. Uh, right. Um, and then uh, a couple months ago, one of the videos I made uh, started getting uh, like started making the finals, started getting like runners up and uh, second place and this and that, and uh, which is like really a huge honor. Um, Anime Boston, uh, I was uh, runner up for the romance category, and uh, which like I go I go to Anime Boston every year for three things: uh, right, the dealer's room, the concert, and the AMV contest. And, Definitely. And, yeah, getting to see uh, that many people enjoying my video and uh, laughing and awing all at the right points and everything, it, it, it really made me feel good and uh, made, me, it made it all worthwhile. So uh, to talk, to go a little bit back to AMVs for a second. Mm-hmm. Now, when you create AMVs, do you stick to one anime? Do you stick to, do you go like old school, like, you know, Linkin Park, Dragon Ball Z type style? <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody made AMVs like that. Yeah, absolutely no. Um, so what I do is uh, pretty much I just go through my iTunes and all the artists that I enjoy, and uh, there'll be certain songs that I listen to and think that, oh, this really fits with the show. And then um, right. if, if while I'm listening to it, if I can piece together every little scene that would fit perfectly with um, every line of the song and uh, the drum beat and this and that, um, I, um, I will go and start with that video first, and, right. but if it, if it's kind of in the, in the works, I still like, I'll listen to it nonstop just to try to work it through, but, uh, I may put it off for a little while. Um, oh yeah. Well, a lot of, uh, a lot of things that bother me about not AMVs, but things in general mm-hmm. is people being sloppy with editing. Okay. So leaving in a frame of something at the end or the beginning mm-hmm. of something, or, you know, like not naturally having a transition because I think you could see it too, right? When you could see like, wow, this scene transitions really well into this other scene mm-hmm. versus, wow, that was a super rough transition. I don't know how I'm going to be able to handle that. It's a, uh, yeah. Um, you find when you're, when you're actually making videos and editing them, you do find yourself, uh, uh, viewing them in a different fashion than, uh, right. uh, say, the um, the everyday uh, viewer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Whenever I edit video, I always aim for the aesthetics, like aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. type situation. I don't know. It's always strange. For me, that, like, uh, for me, uh, I, I I focus more on uh, uh, the storytelling aspect of it than uh, right. I'm a, so. Do you personally storyboard, or do you sit back and you wait? Um, I do a little bit of story uh, storyboarding, but uh, it's uh, it it varies depending on how uh, familiar I am with the song and the show. Okay. Because uh, if if it's a show that's a uh, um, I made a video for the show Future Diary, uh, which right. I had seen when it first came out, and then 
I was, it was, it was okay. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like my favorite. So I didn't remember it as well. So I had to go through a lot more clips than say when I did uh, a video for uh, your line, April, which okay. I absolutely loved. And I like remembered every little scene and I actually made the video immediately after watching the finale. So it, it was like still fresh in my, in my mind. And I knew right. exactly what clips I wanted to use when and where. So a good example or a good discussion to have based off this, right? Mm. Since we are talking more about anime, what is currently your favorite anime? Um, now, when we say currently, as in uh, like all time favorite, um, or are we talking like shows that are airing right now? Well, we, let's let's uh, let's make the gap a little bit wider. Right. Let's say the sh- best show that's been on this year. Best show that's been on this year. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's uh, I'm actually gonna pull up my list wall. <laughs> uh, I really and uh, currently like the shows that are airing right this moment. Uh, right. If for um, uh, because this will be online for years to come. Uh, yeah. It is uh summer 2016. Uh, yep. So I'm there's a show called uh, Orange that I'm really enjoying. Um, that popped up for me too, but I haven't seen it yet, so I have uh, to definitely take a look. It's gonna be. Uh, it, I I thoroughly enjoy shows that are uh, slice of life and um, uh, depressing as hell. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Before you even go that far, <laughs> yep. Have you watched ReZero yet? I have not. I have it on my that, list. I just haven't started yet. So let me warn you about ReZero. All right. ReZero is the kind that beats you up with an emotional baseball bat mm-hmm. and then it'll pick you up for a couple seconds only to realize that it's going to hit you with a larger baseball bat. Alright. <laughs> um, I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones. I, I do not. I've never seen a full episode, but I am fully aware of the entire story. I've uh, my my old boss used to try to get me into it, so he would just show me all like the uh, he showed me the red wedding to start off and oh great yeah so I I know all the, I know all the happenings well so <laughs> George R R Martin does this thing where he likes to emotionally torture the people that he watches mm-hmm. or that watches show right. Re Zero does that to such an extreme that people stopped buying the light novel of it because they couldn't <laughs> take the beatings anymore. Sounds like my type of show. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to spoil the premise for you. Sure. Just let me tell you that, like, I started watching and I'm like, wow, this is kind of dumb, but whatever. I'll keep watching. Mm-hmm. Then, like, five episodes in, I'm like, I'm kind of enjoying it, but it's frustrating at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 11 episodes in and they ended on a good ending so far and it's still going. But I'm like, I'm at the part where I just ended an arc and it was satisfying. Maybe I should just stop. It might be, yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> Maybe this is my ending, <laughs> which I guess is okay. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna go back, and I'm going to not be able to survive. Mm. <laughs> it, it is torture, right? There's... All right, sorry, go on. Oh yeah, so, um, so another show. Uh, I'm watching the second season of uh, Shokugeki no Soma. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's so ridiculous, so and silly. And it's great. I haven't seen. I've. I watched halfway through season one, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "This is really awkward to watch with other people around." Here's all right. Here's a funny story about that. Cause Go ahead. I I was marathoning the first season, and um, uh, my mom showed up, and right. I'm in I'm like in episode twenty two of twenty four, and 
uh, it gets to one of those scenes where someone tastes some food and uh, it's amazing. Let's put it that way. Super fan service. And yeah, my mom is watching this and just burst out laughing and then uh, watched like sat down and started watching more. And then uh, I was like, you want to watch? And she's like, yeah, this is funny. And uh, so despite all the um, over the top fan service stuff, um, uh, she watched the whole first season with me and we're watching the second season together, which my mom is really cool about this kind of stuff. She's, uh, she's very into anime. <laughs> That's great. I mean, uh, my parents on the other hand, will never touch the stuff. <laughs> so, but, like, I guess I have a story about that, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the first episode, right? And let's say that the first episode is very fan service Yes, definitely. Uh, because it really wants to get people hooked. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it in college. In the dorms. Mm-hmm. Now, the, <laughs> now, the living areas for the dorms are, like, you have a room, but your window leads straight to outside. And people are walking back and forth all the time so they can peer in. Mm-hmm. I get a crowd of people figuring out, trying to figure out what I'm watching. <laughs> then it gets to the point that I'm watching the fan service part. And an anime I've never seen before. So people freak out thinking that I'm watching porn. Right. <laughs> so I immediately stop it. I say, no, it's not porn. It's this weird anime this season. And I shut my blinds and I keep watching. <laughs> Very odd. I don't think we're going to do that ever again. Right. <laughs> but, you know, now I'm in my apartment, and it's great. Mm-hmm. I'll get. I'll eventually make it to season two sometime. It's it's well worth it. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those shows that uh, the concept of it is so simple, and uh, it's basically just a cooking show. And But the way they... Uh, the animation's amazing. The way they describe every single dish is... Right. It, it, you're watching... Um, animated food and you're salivating wanting to eat what they're eating and did you uh right no i'm sorry go on i didn't mean to interrupt oh go ahead. um it's uh yeah and just uh it's so well written that and the characters so are so um engaging that uh it makes you want to keep watching even though it's such a silly concept did you end up ever seeing one punch man oh yes it was oh it was fantastic Okay, so have you watched Mob Psycho 100 yet? I have not. It's fantastic. It's a little bit less parody of like the superhero genre, mm-hmm. but it's very much the same type of humor. Okay. You're going to enjoy it. I showed Chelsea the first episode today, which unfortunately she had to bow out for a little bit. Oh. So we'll get it. We'll be getting her back in a little bit, but she just had to bow out. Right. So, um, but yeah, Mob Psycho 100's such a great anime. I will just leave four you. episodes in. It's very much worth it. All right, cool. So yeah, move that onto your list. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I just wrote it down. <laughs> so like, I really enjoyed Slice of Life. Uh, one of my favorite animes of all time was Nichi Joe. Nichi Joe was fantastic. It was uh, unexpectedly hilarious. Well, the thing is, is that like it ties in like this really satisfying slice of life type stuff because you're not overly how do I put it the relationships that are built are through comedy yes and they're not overly diving into their emotional or emotions or feelings or you know what I'm trying to say it's like it's like they're shallow enough where you care enough about the characters but realistically you only care about them because of everything that's happened exactly yeah 
I, there's a word for that, but I don't know. <laughs> so we're gonna keep going. Sure. Oh. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of what else from this uh, from this year. Um, probably the best show was Erased. <sighs> I haven't seen it yet. It is um, um, as a fellow um, editor, uh, you are going to. Um, uh, you're, you'll love it. Uh, it's it's so well. Um, the cinematography in it is beautiful. Um, Definitely, it's it's such a great story. Um, you will get so in, uh, involved with the characters, um, and uh, yeah. So highly recommend. Is it over or is it like? It was only uh, I think it was only eleven episodes, maybe twelve. Um, what I mean is, is that like, is the story concluded? Yes. Okay, because that's one of the things that I hate is when they don't conclude a story. Agreed. Yep. And they don't decide to continue a season. There are uh, there are several uh, several shows that have done that that uh, is incredibly aggravating. Well, One Punch Man's one of those too. We don't know if we're getting a season two yet. Exactly. Um, and uh, Chihaya Furu still waiting on a third season for that. Yep. Um, another one of those shows that has a, such a ridiculous co- uh, concept that the characters and uh, the actual story. Uh, makes it so worth watching because it all it is is it's um, uh, the card game Karta, so it's uh, it's extreme poem listening. Oh, okay. But the the characters are so amazing; you get so emotionally involved with what they're doing, even though all they're doing is listening to poems and slapping cards. <laughs> Did you ever? Um, how do you feel about sci-fi? Um, for the most part, I'm into it. How did so people were talking about Gate? I don't know if you ever watched that. I have it. I have it uh, on my computer. I just have not started it yet. Yeah, I've I have not started it yet either. Um, there was another one too. Did you ever watch Steinsgate? Yes, I did. Steinsgate I, is fantastic. Steinsgate is fantastic. Um, Erased is very similar in that sense. Um, right. And uh, I don't know if it's just because it uh, is more uh, recent for me, but I mm-hmm. Erased was. Uh, superior in that sense i will definitely take a look so uh funny enough story because my so i started getting into anime in college mm-hmm. because you know a lot of my friends were just in the anime club okay you know like i met them outside the club and then they're like yeah come to club we'll introduce you to a lot of stuff uh one of my first animes was i think it was <sighs> i think i watched squid girl <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um. Wait. I, well, I don't. I don't remember. I watched like Bakato Test. Mm-hmm. You know, like normal stuff that people get you into. Yep. And then all of a sudden, my buddy comes up and he's like, "Hey, you should watch Steinsgate with me. It just came out this season." I go, "What?" And he's like, "I'm gonna wait for it to end, but then I'm bringing the whole thing over, and you're gonna watch it." Right. Holy crap! That anime. Yeah. It's definitely probably on the top ten for me to recommend. So I'm definitely gonna watch a race now. Yeah, please do. I think that's what I'm gonna do all tonight. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a quick watch since it's only eleven or twelve episodes. But right. It's a uh, yeah, definitely. Um, interesting choices for first anime though. Uh. <laughs> well, I think actually, you know what? I remember what my first anime was. All right. Uh, Toaro Mujutsu no Index. Ooh, that's a great show. Yeah, that's, it's that's super a show that good. needs a third season. Cause... Yes, that is a show that does need a third season. 
We didn't even know we were getting a second season. Yeah, that was, uh, and then, I mean, there's, uh, there's Index, and there's Railgun, and then Index again, and then another yeah. Railgun. Well, I mean, like, no one knew Railgun was gonna come out either. True. But then, and then Railgun 2 came out. God, I think they're trying to catch up on the light novels, too. Well, hopefully they, they make another season, because... Uh, Someday. Yeah, it was, it's such a great story, and I love the characters. Uh, pretty much, uh, my collection of uh, many random figures is um, a third of railgun figures, just because I love the characters so great. much. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. The it was very awkward getting into like Japanese anime culture stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Being from a just like you know from like a group of people in the high school and stuff like that, I never really watched anime. And then you know watching like the first episode of Railgun. And having man, what's her name? The student body president that can teleport. Oh, uh, Kuroko. Yeah, yeah, her jumping in on railgun in the shower. Yep. Oh no, awkward. Well, it's actually yeah, it's actually funny with that episode because uh, it took me two or three times to actually get through the full episode, and then as soon as I got through that episode, I was uh, I was good to go. Like I I watched the rest of it in one sitting. Yeah, I think railgun is. Railgun's like the lighter-hearted index, right? Yes, pretty much. We can say that? Yeah. Lord, there's so much that I need to do for index. I have index 2 on my computer. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. Definitely watch it. It's uh, uh, it's something that definitely needs to be looked at. Yes. Um. Alright, so now that we got the all the anime out of our system, <laughs> let's talk about your future plans, Zach. What are you up to? Uh... Well, uh, actually, to go back uh, real quick to the uh, the start of that conversation where um, we were talking about my AMVs. Um, so at Kineticon this uh, this this past month, um, I was a finalist in the contest and uh, ended up winning. Uh, right. So I won Best Romance uh, for a video I made uh, called My Vibe So Hot, and it was mm-hmm. um, for the anime Ore Monogatari. And uh, right. it was just absolutely hilarious and one of the like Swedish shows I've ever seen. It's uh, a very large guy and a very tiny girl uh, find love together despite their um, obvious uh, size differences and right. silliness. Um, but it was like over the top ridiculous humor uh, with this like really sweet romance underneath. And uh, um, I I did my best to capture that in the video and uh, everyone seemed to thoroughly enjoy it. They were having uh some technical difficulties at the contest where the videos were like cutting out every couple seconds. So there'd be like just a random black uh, screen every now and then. Right. And um, my first video uh, was an, I, I had two videos. One was an action and one was in romance. The action one had no problems. Uh, uh, like all the other videos were cutting out. The mine didn't, but uh, they showed mine fifth and had my video fourth on the ballot. So if you weren't paying attention to the names, you wouldn't, have voted yeah, for you wouldn't. Oh, yeah. wow, that's kind of disturbing. So it like luckily a different video won for action, so I wasn't like thinking worrying it, about it. Yeah, it wasn't like the back of my mind. But uh, uh, for romance though, um, my video cut out the last two seconds uh, right as oh, he was like no. looking in to kiss, and everyone screamed like everyone was like turn it back on. And <laughs> it well, was, uh, I mean, for all they know, you could have done that on purpose. Mm. You know, well, gotta mess with people. Well, uh, like a spoiler alert, they don't kiss in that shot, so it it, it kind of was. It ruined it for it was, everyone. It was gonna be that way anyway, but uh, that's okay. But the fact that like the screen cut out when it's hilarious, it it helps, and yeah. Um, 
So uh, yeah, I I, uh, I won, and I'm I'm so uh, so happy. happy. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. incredible, and and it's pushing me to work harder on these videos too to to keep that up. Now I gotta I gotta keep up with my my winning ways. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep the uh, keep the belt, as they say. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm actually uh, I just started uh, uh, since my new single's out. I just started making a AMV for the single. Uh, oh sweet so, well i'm not gonna have you spoil it but yeah. <laughs> if you'd like if people want to watch your amvs where can they watch them zach um go to youtube uh and search zanderson amv and that's a z-a-n-d-e-r-s-e-n amv what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put a link to that in the description all right sweet so that we can get people there all right and uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of videos on there uh lots of uh uh, I do, I'm trying to get as many genres in as possible, so, but, like, right. the first couple ones I did, I did a lot of drama, I did a lot of romance, and then I just started working on, like, action and uh, comedy and stuff like that, so I'm trying to, trying to branch out there, but uh, definitely uh, check out the drama and the, uh, the romance ones, because uh, those are my favorite type of anime, and my favorite type of songs, and... So, yeah. um... Speaking of AMVs, mm -hmm. I want to ask you one last question, and I think we'll wrap up everything. Sure. So do you think that anime, the anime you choose mm -hmm. right, to do an AMV of yep. influences people's opinions of the AMV? Absolutely. Listen, I'm sorry, Zach, but if you did Bible Black as a romance, i totally watch that. I, um... Uh, Hold on. I'm Welcome back, back Chelsea! Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to do the... Dun -dun. So you were saying definitely? Um, yes, but I um, now I'm tempted to make a Bible Black uh, AMV just to, <gasps> just to do that. I will. Uh, I can do it. I I, uh, I have. I like to challenge myself. So, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> it has to be PG. I can do it. No, I, uh, what you have to do is in post put little smiley faces over all the naughty bits. Okay. And just, I'm sorry, it would turn out to be romantic comedy in a way. There you go. No, I, I just made a uh, an AMV for uh, Elf and Lead, so uh, mm. I'm all about the uh, censoring a video when there's very limited uh, scenes to, yeah. to work yeah. with. <laughs> so, alright, so Zach, but does it, do you think it works the opposite way too? So like, let's say there's an anime that someone didn't like, do you think it would hurt the AMV's chances? Sometimes it depends on the quality of the video, um, right? Because there are um, most contests uh, that you enter, they um, they have like a panel or uh, just one person who in charge of it that uh, picks the videos to be in the contest, right? Uh, uh, they pick the finalists. So when they're shown, though, they have their um, their. Uh, coordinator's choice, they have their uh, panel's choice, they have editor's choice, that kind of stuff, but Got most, it. most of the awards are um, voted by the, the audience. Right. And uh, in that case, uh, depending on where you are, um, what kind of convention it is, um, and generally just the audience, uh, you'll get different reactions for different videos based on what uh, shows and songs are, are, are picked. Uh, right on. So, for example, um, Anime Boston, um, because it's an anime convention, uh, the uh, audience is a little more 
um, knowledgeable about, uh, say, current shows. Right. Current shows that are airing in Japan, not ones that have uh, been uh, dubbed and are uh, airing on uh, Toonami, uh, things like that. Right. So, um, so like th that contest will always have a lot more um, um, shows that, like, say, I prefer because I, I I tend to prefer uh, um, shows that are. Uh, I don't want to say not as popular because I just sound like a hipster. Well, no, but... <laughs> uh, okay, can we can we throw out this idea of being a hipster out the window right. <laughs> and just allowing people to like what they want to like? Right. Um, like for our the bigger example for me would be I don't prefer shows that are uh, seven hundred episodes. I like uh, short and sweet twelve right. four episode shows or definitely or a couple seasons of twelve or twenty four episode shows. Okay. So, um, but uh, there's other contests where it's more of a, um, like the Kineticon contest where it's more um, like every type of um, uh, nerd culture, everything like that. So it's, it's more of an FMV contest. So they, they had videos for Steven Universe. They had videos for um, uh, uh, Batman, stuff like that. Um, and I feel that uh, contests like that... Uh, Maybe the audience isn't as familiar with, say, uh, the shows that I pick, uh, but they, they're those contests tend to lean more towards, say, the um, the Linkin Park song with the uh, right. the the Bleach uh, video. Got it. Stuff like that. Um, All right. So, like, Zach, yeah. do me a quick favor. Sure. We got to wrap it up, mm -hmm. but. I want you to plug in all your stuff for me again okay. so that everybody can know where to find your stuff. And then we will play a little bit of your song at the very end here for them. Sounds great. So if they want to find you, where do they go? Okay, so um, ZachAndersonMusic.com. Uh, Zach is spelled Z-A-C-H. Anderson is spelled A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N. -E music is spelled music. Uh, um, that will lead you basically to my Facebook page, but I'll, soon it will lead you to all my other sites. Um, Facebook.com slash ZachAndersonMusic. Um Let's see, youtube.com slash Zanderson. Uh, also, okay. Also, that's my that's my music page. Um, right. If you search on YouTube, uh, Zanderson AMV, you'll find all my AMVs. Uh, Perfect. Um, and uh, my newest single is called I Smile 2, and you can find it on iTunes. Um, you can find it on Google Play. You can find it on Amazon. Definitely. Amp, um, Spotify. Uh, and a whole bunch of other sites. Perfect. Alrighty, Zach. Thank you again for being a treasured guest on our show. Oh, shucks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we will probably have you on again soon because I know we were talking about stuff that was being in development. Definitely. So thank you again, Zach. And hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Roost. Sorry, I've been gone for most of it. Yes, Chelsea's been dead for most of it, but we'll worry about that later. Um. So yeah, Zach, thanks a bunch. Thank you. And here's Zach's new single coming up now. No one notices her. She never speaks a word. And when she smiles, 